like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prudes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. I am Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for another BDSM United podcast in our identities and roles in the BDSM lifestyle series. Today's part four, where we talk about some different bondage roles. Bondage is a scene-related kink for tops and bottoms. Bondage can be something as simple as cuffs that you put on during a kinky play scene or a more difficult skill levels such as shibari or rope suspension. Uh, Take your time learning the different types of bondage, what gear or equipment, and what rope is used, uh, if any, and most importantly of all, the safety needed to have a successful and safe bondage scene. For those interested in bondage, We recommend that you start out using cuffs or some other type of bondage equipment before trying out rope. If you move on to trying out rope, make sure that you, um, make sure that you've done your research on the different techniques and all of the safety involved. Watch plenty of how-to videos and attend a rope demo or rope class if available in your area. Oftentimes, a great way to find those types of events is by searching through the event section of FetLife. Discuss any medical issues, medication, and injuries before using rope or doing any suspension. That's just a word of advice. So there are 12 different types of bondage. Uh, There is Western rope bondage. It's done with typically cotton, nylon, or hemp, and it's focused mostly on restraint, typically so other things can be done to a person. It differs from Japanese bondage as the tying uh, is the act that is being done. Japanese rope bondage is typically done with jute and is usually referred to as shibari or kinkaboo. Uh, Often used both to restrain and stimulate the bottom by binding or compressing the breasts or genitals. The aesthetics of the bondage are considered to be very important element of this form of bondage. There's device bondage, using things like cuffs, stocks, CBT, which is cock and ball torture devices, spreader bars, crosses, and other furniture to restrain someone, typically to hold them in place while another kink is performed. There's mental bondage. It's being forced to remain in a position by the orders of the top. There's no equipment needed and sometimes none used on the bottom. An example of this is a master can use mental bondage on their slave when training them with slave positions. 
There's objectification bondage, placing the bottom in a dehumanized way, much like human furniture, with using rope or other restraints to keep them in that place. There's costume bondage. It's wearing restricting clothing like harnesses or gimp suits. It's more about the look than the actual bondage. And costume bondage can be rope, certain rope ties like harnesses and different kinds of things that are more costume uh, but and less actual bondage. Um, sensation bondage is a form of restraint restraint which focuses on making the restrained person conscious of their own body and the sensations that it is experiencing. These sensations are typically pleasant but may also include painful sensations if the top and the bottom person agrees to it. There's fetish bondage. It's tying breasts or genitals and using a device like clamps for sexual excitement. Sensory deprivation bondage, using devices such as hoods, gags, mitts, blindfolds, earplugs, or headphones to give the sensation of being helpless while uh, a bottom's other senses sorry, become more sensitive to the stimuli given to them by the top. Predicament bondage, a type of bondage in which the intent is to place the bound person in an awkward, difficult, inconvenient, or uncomfortable situation, or to set out a challenge for the bound person to overcome. There's suspension bondage. It's when the bottom's weight is totally or partially suspended, usually using ropes or hooks, chains, cuffs, bars, and rigs. It can take hours to construct, and it's also often considered an art form. Self-bondage. The acts or practices of tying oneself up or otherwise restraining oneself, sometimes as a part of masturbation, includes some mechanism usually by which the person may be freed, which may include a timer mechanism to release a, a key or otherwise release the person. Self-bondage is typically considered edge play and is inherently dangerous if done alone. So even if you're into self-bondage, please make sure for safety's sake that someone is present. There are floor work. Floor work is a bondage done on the floor, a table, bed, etc. with no suspension. It can be any safe type of rope or restraints. Or there is suspension. Suspension is where rigor uses a, any safe type of rope or restraints. Sometimes using a pulley, lifting up a person or object. Let's look at some of the roles within, uh, within these bondage play scenes. Again, these are not identities. These are kinky roles or kink scenes. A bondage top uses restraints like rope, cuffs, or spreader bars and practices floor work only. A bondage bottom likes receiving restraints like rope, cuffs, or spreader bars, etc., and practices floor work only. A rope top giving. Uh, it does floor or suspension 
but typically with rope only. A rope bottom receiving and does floor and possibly suspension, but only with rope. A rigger, someone that suspends people or objects using pulleys, rope, chains, hooks, and uh, cuffs or more. And again, when we say things like floor only, rope only, um, some people will use kind of mix and match these different types of roles uh, for different types of things, but we're just giving you the definitions as they are presented. And if you modify them in any way, it's up to you and your kink scene or your dynamic. So the most common fibers used for bondage, for rope bondage, are hemp, jute, nylon, and cotton. Hemp and jute are usually associated with traditional Japanese shibari type of bondage, while nylon and cotton are usually associated with traditional Western bondage. There are many other types of materials, so make sure you try different types of ropes and go with what works best for you your partner, and the scene. Let's look at a few of these different types of ropes as well, since we're defining things. This is a good uh, place to, to add this information. Uh, natural fibers, hemp, jute, and linen are flexible, rough texture, high friction, low stress, moderate durability, and good strength. Cotton is flexible. It's a soft texture, it provides a moderate amount of friction, a moderate stretch. It's low dur durability and a low to moderate strength. You wouldn't typically want to use cotton, for example, in a uh, suspension because of its low to moderate strength. You typically would want to use a hemp, jute, or linen if you were using natural fiber rope. Silk and bamboo is flexible, soft texture, texture, moderate friction, low stretch, moderate, moderate durability, and good strength. Manila, sisal, and coconut are stiff, harsh, harsh texture, moderate friction, low stretch, moderate durability, and moderate strength. They're not commonly recommended for bondage because they're stiff and they splinter easily. Although high-quality coconut is the most usable of this group, especially by those who enjoy a very sadomasochistic S&M experience from the rope. Let's look at a few synthetic fibers, although there are many more than just these. Nylon, paracord, and MFP, which is multi-filament polypropylene, are flexible, soft texture, low friction, moderate stretch, high durability, and very high strength. A lot of times people will use like an MFP or a nylon uh, in, in, for the, uh, the lines that, uh, within suspension that are the tie lines, the ones that actually hold or bear the weight while the person may be tied in uh, natural fibers themselves the the lines that are holding them up in suspension may be mfp or nylon typically something like that synthetic hemp uh, something like hempex or polyhemp is flexible rough texture moderate friction 
low strength, high durability, and very high strength. It'll have somewhat the look or the feel of hemp, but it'll be higher, uh, a higher durability and often maybe used when there's fluids around because of its water resistance. Um, polyester and posh are moderately flexible, moderate texture, moderate friction, low strength, high durability, and a, uh, sorry, low stretch, high durability, and a good strength. In generic, polypropylene is stiff. It's a hard plastic texture, low friction, low stretch, high durability, and very high strength. So a lot to consider, maybe a pause and um, maybe <laughs> uh, go back and if there's a certain material that you're looking at that you're interested in, maybe go back and, um, and listen to that part again of this podcast. And um, uh, there are a lot of good books on bondage uh, we could recommend. There's um, uh, Bondage for Every Body, B-O-D-Y, Everybody. That's a good book. There's uh, more Shabari you can use. Lee Harrington's works on Shabari are definitely really good. There's um, some books by Douglas Kent that are really excellent on tying and... Um, of course, um, video resources by Bruce SNM are good, and that's E-S-I-N-E-M, S-N-M. Uh, and we would recommend those or, um, uh, or, again, find a local demo in your area on FetLife if available. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me on this part of our identities or roles in the BDSM uh, lifestyle where we looked at bondage roles. Again, these aren't identities. Uh, a popular BDSM test uh, kicked out results telling people that rigor was their identity or rope bunny <laughs> uh, was their identity. Those are just kinky roles that, for kink scenes. They're not identities that, that are all-encompassing uh, parts of who you are. Uh, I'm Primal Piggy, though. I digress. And you can find me at, uh, find all of our resources at www.bdsmunited.com. It was a joy speaking with you today on, and giving you just uh, a lot more than you probably expected about bondage roles, where we also talked about ropes and different types of bondage. Uh, it was a joy speaking with you today, and I'll talk with you again soon. Before you go, head on over and visit our friend Nookie at DatingKinky.com. She's been a longtime supporter and friend of Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape, and she's built a very inclusive service that is Dating Kinky. Built by kinksters, for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. But also check out a Plus membership. It gives you access to nine books, three online classes, and over 250 webinar replays. That's nearly 400 hours of kinky education. Plus membership is an amazing deal. You also get access to amazing features like voice and video chat. That's datingkinky.com.